Hello and welcome back to the Mindful Times podcast. Today I'm going to be sharing some tips for staying sober this holiday season. Uh, We just had Thanksgiving pass and up next is Christmas and then New Year's. So I just wanted to share with you guys some things that have worked for me in the past um, as well as um, some things that have worked for other people. So I got together a list of six tips that may be helpful for you. So let's get into it. For me as a now sober introvert, the holiday season means get togethers with friends and family, games, small talk, and all things that typically tend to trigger my anxiety. Besides anxiety, the holidays can bring up other feelings for people such as stress, loneliness, anger, depression, as well as memories of what the holidays used to look like when we used to drink. No matter what you are feeling or plans you have coming up, it's super important to go into this season with a game plan. I wanted to share with you some tips for keeping your sobriety during the holiday season. So number one is to make a firm decision. This is something I talk a lot about when talking about feeling nervous about going into certain social situations sober. For a lot of us, we've struggled with alcohol for a long time, and we've also created a life that revolves around alcohol. Once we get sober, we find ourselves having to learn how to rearrange our lives so that we can still be able to do the things we enjoy doing with the people we enjoy spending time with while still remaining sober. The number one piece of advice I have for people when going into a social situation where you may have been used to drinking in the past, but now you're not, is to make the firm decision and conscious decision not to drink beforehand. Making this decision is the first and most important step. If you don't make this decision ahead of time, it gives you more room for error and more likeliness of giving in to temptation when caught up in the moment. Number two, make your intentions clear. If you are planning on spending the holidays with friends and family where you know drinking will be happening, make your intentions of staying sober clear and known. If you have the ability and relationship with your friends and family where you can let them know ahead of time, I highly recommend doing so. This takes away any question of whether or not you will be drinking and hopefully will lessen the amount of times you have to decline a drink or explain why you aren't drinking. Number three, bring your own drinks. When I was dating my ex and we were still attending his family get togethers, alcohol was always the main attraction. If we're going to his family's house for any holiday or celebration, It was expected that the booze would be flowing and that it would be a rowdy party regardless of the occasion or day of week. I used to always participate in drinking, so when I got sober, I was extremely nervous to attend my first family function, which was a Halloween party. At this point, I still had the drinking habits and patterns strongly ingrained in my mind, So I knew that it would be difficult being around other people who were drinking while I was not. 
So what I did was I went to the grocery store beforehand and found myself the fanciest six-pack of blood orange flavored ginger beer, which is alcohol-free, and geared up for the show. When we got there, I immediately got myself a glass full of ice and poured myself a ginger beer with a lime garnish. And guess what? Nobody even noticed that I wasn't drinking alcohol the whole time. I have found that most of the time, if we don't have a drink in our hand when we normally would have in the past, people are only asking us if we'd like a drink because they're trying to be polite. If we prepare for this ahead of time, it removes the opportunity for somebody to be able to ask us, leaving us not even having to decline or explain ourselves in the first place, which is super helpful. So on my website, um, on my blog, www.mindfultimes.co, I have actually linked three of my favorite mocktail beverages um, that are great for the holiday season. And the first one is Martinelli's Sparkling Blush 100% Juice. So it um, actually comes in a champagne looking bottle and looks like a um, rose champagne or just a spark or blush wine. So if you are looking for a mocktail, maybe you're not quite ready to tell your friends or family that you've given up drinking and don't want to have to answer a million questions. Um, so having a mocktail just makes it easier to avoid that. So this one uh, would be a good option if you're going that route. And then the ginger beer, I also linked that. Um, one of my favorites, it's actually a cocktail mixer, but it's non-alcoholic. And it's blood orange ginger beer, which I love. And it's actually, it looks like it's out of stock everywhere online, but I have been able to find it at Sprouts Supermarket. So if you live near a Sprouts, um, I would recommend checking it out there. And the third one is called Synergy Organic Kombucha. And I've been able to find this at Sprouts, Smith's. Um, they have it really most places. Uh, it's a very common brand of kombucha. And this one is the flavor Guava Goddess. And last year during Thanksgiving time, I actually went. They sell this in a big bottle. And so I, I knew I was going to be hanging out with friends who were drinking and I wouldn't be. So I went and got the big bottle of the Guava Goddess kombucha and it's sparkly. So, and it's kind of like a, a rosé champagne color. So if you were to pour it into a champagne glass, nobody would know the difference. Um, you can also just make a cocktail out of it by just pouring it over ice with a garnish and... Yeah, kombucha is pretty healthy for you and definitely passes as a cocktail, but is not. So there are the three. Again, I linked those in the blog version of this podcast, and you can find that at www.mindfultimes.co. 
And on to number three, choose your events wisely. If you're anything like me, my moods can change drastically from one day to the next. Even though I felt super confident after my success at the family Halloween party, that didn't mean that every party after that was going to be just as easy or as simple. Christmas brought a whole new level of stress and temptation for me. I remember at the time I was seeing a hypnotherapist and was telling him about my family situation. I told him how being around them when they were always drinking was extremely hard and how I was nervous for the Christmas get-together. He flat out told me, don't go, and don't feel bad about it. He told me that I needed to get over the guilt of not going and that I needed to always choose what was the best decision for my sobriety. I didn't feel 100% confident in my ability to stay strong around the temptation during Christmas, so I just decided not to go altogether. This was honestly the best decision that I could have made at the time for my sobriety. So if you're in a place where you aren't feeling um, extremely solid in your sobriety, it may be best to avoid tempting situations altogether. Tempting or triggering situations altogether. It's okay to be selfish when it comes to your sobriety. Number four, attend meetings and stay active in your recovery. If this time of year is hard for you, you may want to increase your support system and spend more time focusing on your recovery. This could look different for each person, whether you attend AA meetings, read books on sobriety, use different sobriety worksheets, meet up with your friends, etc. Whatever support system you have in place, really lean into it during the holidays. And if you're traveling, try to find a meeting beforehand in the area that you will be traveling to. If you have a go-to sobriety book that really helps you stay on course in your sobriety, read it in the days leading up to Christmas and New Year's. Buy it an Audible and listen to it on repeat. Keep the information and tools fresh in your mind. Number five, have an escape plan. If you will be attending a holiday party where you are unsure of what to expect, have an escape plan in place. Don't put yourself in an uncomfortable situation where you feel stuck. Drive your own car so that you can leave at any time or have your Uber app ready to go. Bring a sober buddy who understands you and your situation and is ready to be there for your support. Number six, be prepared for questions. In a perfect world, we would be able to attend parties without a drink in hand and have our sobriety go unnoticed and unquestioned. But the reality is this is one of the biggest struggles we have being newly sober or just sober in general while in social situations. If you aren't going the mocktail route, be prepared to be offered a drink. Like I mentioned before, most people are asking us if we want a drink just to be polite. Some people may not know you're sober and some people may not understand why you'd choose to be sober. So be prepared with answers. For me, sobriety was never a secret. I made it known from the earliest stages and didn't really have much of an issue turning down a drink when asked. I was always honest with my reasons for getting sober, and if it was somebody who was familiar with my relationship with alcohol, they already knew that this decision was the best one for me.
But for the strangers, typically a, I'm taking a break from drinking right now will suffice. For the more persistent folks, you can use answers like, I'm taking a medication that requires me not to drink on it. I have an early morning tomorrow. I am the designated driver tonight. I'm giving my poor liver a break. I am on a new health regimen that requires me to cut alcohol out for a while. Or you can use simple and honest answers such as, I feel better when I don't drink. I gave up drinking for my health and my sanity. I am more fun when I don't drink. Whatever route you choose to go this holiday season, just make sure you have a solid and effective plan in place. Don't go into these situations blind. Most importantly, know that you are not alone. We just had Thanksgiving pass and one of the biggest things I noticed around this time is that there were a lot of people who were struggling. I am a part of many online sobriety groups and it seems that most of us agree that the holiday brings a new level of struggle. You are not alone and there is no reason for you to be alone during these times. Join a Facebook group where you'll be able to reach out to a group who is going through a similar struggle as you and where you will be able to find instant connection and accountability. If you are not already a part of the Mindful Times private Facebook group, I would like to invite you now to send a request to join. It's a private Facebook group, so you don't have to worry um, about any of your comments or anything being seen by your Facebook friends because it is private. So everybody in the group is either sober or trying to get sober and are using the group as a way to connect and ask questions and stay accountable. So um, I will put a link in the show notes so that you can um, go send a request to be a part of the Mindful Times Facebook group. And that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you on the next episode.